Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. From the You Can't Make This Up file. It's a pretty which big is, file. <laughs> I know where most of our show notes come from yeah. these days. And you really can't make this up. This whole thing. Headline. Biden, this is NBC News. Biden administration asked Supreme Court to allow Border Patrol to cut or move razor wire at the Texas border to let the illegals in. So they want Border Patrol not to patrol the border. Oh, they want to use them in an entirely different way. Yeah, exactly. So this has been ongoing for a while all um, along the border. The Biden administration is using the Border Patrol not to stop the terrorists trying to come into our country at record rates. People literally on terror watch lists. Um, They are being used to tear down fences, including on private property, cut through wire, cut through wire fences, and cut through razor wire. They're basically Walmart greeters. Yeah, they are. They're essentially Walmart greeters. We've never seen our Border Patrol used in this way before. And then um, the ultimate, which we've documented, there is video of this online, um, the Border Patrol literally taking a blowtorch and welding open a door in the Trump border wall so it cannot be closed in the area of Lukeville, which if you think Lukeville, I've never heard of that before. I've heard of Eagle Pass and these other crossings. They literally created a crossing in the middle of the desert where there was none before. And the UK Daily Mail reported it. It's largely been blacked out here. Um, And that then resulted in suddenly um, we literally were getting 700 to 1,000 men from Muslim nations every single night. And um, the folks covering that down there, including Bill Malusian, have documented that extensively. When you look at the video, you you see it's real weird. There aren't women and children. There are now because more people have heard about it. But it's mostly Chinese military age Muslim men and Chinese men coming through there. Um, and so Lukeville uh, then became this major crossing. My theory is that the Border Patrol did that because... Uh, it was a very quiet area, and they didn't want the large numbers of Muslim men being brought in by the Organization for Islamic Cooperation to be seen at places like Eagle Pass. So they kind of quietly welded the door open in the middle of the desert, and they were sneaking him in uh, until a couple of different you know, journalists out there, Ben Berkwam, um, and uh, one other guy online started filming it and talking about it, and then Malusian moved to, uh, to Lukeville. And that's why we're getting the surges we are is because there's that other now secret opening that they have. So this is our government uh, literally fighting to work with the cartels and undermine American national security. And it will cost lives. The only question is how. What will the, what, what form will the attack come in? Here's Attorney General Ken Paxton of Texas talking about this. He is in court. He is fighting the Biden administration emergency filing okay it's an emergency because they want to cut the the wire to let the illegals in that is what constitutes an actual emergency in the biden administration this is how outrageous this is this is uh texas attorney general ken paxton they're actually helping aid and abet the cartels and then texas says we've had enough we're going to do something about it and then they threaten us from enforcing our own laws it seems pretty crazy and it's hard to believe that we have a, a government that is working against its own citizens and helping the cartels move as many people across the border as possible. I I mean, you can't even wrap your mind around it. Yeah. And he's talking about something like, we've always had drug overdoses. I know people use drugs. They shouldn't do that. But we have a, we've never seen drug overdoses like we're seeing before. I mean, it's so bad. It used to be auto accidents that killed people, you know, 16 to 24, number one killer. Now it's fentanyl. I mean, so this is the level of the kill that the, the cartels and the Chinese are getting. And Joe Biden 
wants to mash down on the accelerator. It's costing us billions of dollars, but that, that's not the most significant thing. The most significant thing is the crime, the, the, the increased human trafficking, drug trafficking. We have literally thousands of kids dying from fentanyl overdoses that don't have to die because we have the cartels having an easy line into Texas and an easy line to get into the country. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about 12-year-olds think they're buying Adderall's laced with fentanyl. I mean, the story over and over and over again. Um, and they want more. The Democrat Party wants more. Yeah, I don't know what other conclusion you can come to. I know, it's so brazen and, and really in your, you know, in your face. And uh, look, Paxton kind of bottom lines it here. I mean, when you have a president who will not even, he's not even hiding it. It's an election year. He's going to the Supreme Court uh, to allow, I mean, think about the warning here, allow the border patrol to cut or move razor wire and fences at the Texas border to speed up the invasion. They're cutting down our fences. They're cutting down our wire. We sued them over that. I mean, they won't even let us like put up fences. They, 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 they damage our property to come on at our property. And then, of course, this this threat of a lawsuit, because we merely want to protect our own citizens from the crime and the cost of illegal immigration. And instead, we've got the Biden administration, as I said, aiding and abetting the cartels, encouraging the cartels to make billions of dollars and to bring as many people here as as fast as possible and as soon as possible. That's what the Biden administration is doing. They're not just not doing their job. They're actually encouraging the opposite. It's incredible. Yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, if you're in Texas and you're in a border landowner, why would you pay your property taxes? Unfortunately, your property taxes would go to the county or state. So, you know, you're not hurting the federal government that way. But it's like this this makes no sense. I mean, you are completely ignoring the sovereignty of American citizens and their property rights by not defending the border if you are a landowner on the border there. And then you put that with what we learned yesterday. Uh, they're not hiding it at the airports anymore. No, Bill no, not at all. Reporting, no, yeah. and they literally have the signs right out there in broad daylight. This is this is the line for non-citizens who don't have a visa. In other words, you have no way to legally fly. And that that jarring Bill Malusian photo that's still on my Twitter feed. On one side, it's the Americans. On the right side, they're they're literally going through that TSA line we've all been through. And on the left side, it's the line for illegals right there. Um, who you know they don't go through the TSA line, um, and they're now using. Their arrest warrants as their their flight documents, you might think, well, arrest warrants issued by Department of Homeland Security, that they must know who they are. No, they don't. They don't know who they are. So they we, accept their word for it. So we have people who are not citizens of this country being asked to ignore the law and mm-hmm. to break the law. Yes. And they are going to be facilitated by the federal government. Gee, I mean, uh, what's to stop someone from as an American citizen from doing something that you're told not to do? example this is an example of taking your gun to the courtroom gee i wonder what would happen i don't think you'd be facilitated by the local um sheriff's office no i mean meanwhile we have them making up things to charge trump with that have never been used to charge another human being since the beginning of the founding so we can't we make up crimes uh for one group of people uh, but the other is encouraged or to, cite to Trump for law. a crime for which he has not been charged, has not been tried and has not been convicted. No. But yet basing a legal opinion on the fact that he did something that once again, he has not been charged with, has not been convicted of, nor has he been sentenced for any of it. It's um, it's incredible where we are in this country. And why do you hear this? The outrage that Abbott the governor of Texas would dare, get this, put illegals on buses 
and play. Yeah, I mean, because you can't like Joe's doing. You as a Republican governor cannot do what the president and various other Democrat leaders are doing across the country. You can't do that. Listen, listen to this is incredible. This is uh, cringe. His spokesperson raging because Abbott shamefully, she uses the word shamefully, put illegals on planes, in buses, and dump them in blue states. The busing of migrants, the putting them on flights, it is shameful that that is occurring. And instead of, if the governor really, truly wants to deal with this issue, he should talk to uh, the senators in his state. Literally, as we're seeing the pictures of the illegals being flown in on planes with no ID. And, well, and boarding passes that have no name. That well, is what is there. Not just, just no name because you don't know who it is. While Cringe's federal government that she belongs to is is actively suing and doing policies to circumvent everything that the governor's trying to do to defend his citizens. Yeah. And when you hear her say talk to the senators, Joe Biden yesterday is like, oh, I could fix it if you give me more money. You, at this point, you can't give him any more border money. He'll just cut down more fences, right, right. weld more gates open and process the people they believe in the future will be their voters, process them faster. His idea of That's fixing it do. is to break it. Yeah. I mean, look, I, at this point, to make the country safer, we should be cutting jobs to Border Patrol. Uh, because that'll protect Texas landowners from incursions. They're like an invasionary force, really. Um, and we, you know, we don't have people to go solder, you know, weld open doors in the in in the border. We don't have people to process the Democrat voters because they're not doing enforcement. No, no, they're not aiding and abetting yeah, the cartels. Exactly. They have exactly become the final yeah. leg of the human traffic, which, by the way, is illegal. Yeah. So, I mean, they're being used as an instrument of lawbreaking. We're, that's what we're literally seeing. We're seeing our are our law enforcement authorities being turned into cartels themselves, in, into instruments of lawbreaking? It's uh, it's unbelievable, but that's where we are. I mean, with and and Lee, here's here's the epitome of not hiding it. Okay, this is an NBC News headline. Oh, yeah. Okay, NBC News: Biden administration asks Supreme Court to allow Border Patrol to cut or move razor wire and fences at Texas border. So they're not even hiding it. They don't care what voters yeah. think. I mean, NBC, I'm sorry, is one of the main water toters for yes. the Biden administration, period. It's right there this morning. So they don't. And that's, you know what? No, one of the, the number one, number two issue now are the economy and the border. They do not care what voters no. think on the border. Why? Yeah, yeah. What do they know? Mm-hmm. Does it seem like things have gotten a little busier around here lately? More traffic, more people. You find yourself, I, I do this, I, I can just remember moving here and Woodruff Road and, you know, surrounding areas always bad around rush hour. Um, And you kind of knew from four o'clock on, stay off. Now it's like three o'clock on. I won't even go, I won't run out to the store. I won't do anything. It's like it's like it's slam packed. Well, that's not your imagination. The annual U-Haul index, it's a really great growth growth measurement. It's literally, did you hire a U-Haul to move? And if you did, where were you going? South Carolina, now in the top five states for growth. Uh, number one was Texas. This just came out. Number two, Florida. Free state of Florida. Number three, North Carolina. But number four, South Carolina. Um, And what's interesting about that is 
this, it's not per capita. I mean, it is raw numbers, right? So you would figure Texas is a big state. There's probably a lot of jobs there because it's a big state, right? Pure numbers, more jobs, more job offers, more U-Hauls going to Texas. Not surprising, right? Covers a very large landmass. But it's these are raw numbers of, of U-Hauls. And for South Carolina, we are a relatively small state compared to the size of Texas. Because they're compared to the size of Florida, too. And yet we're number four. That is a massive influx of people. Like we're a small state compared to North Carolina. And yet the, the U-Hauls continue to roll. So the, world, the word is out about South Carolina people are coming here. I think they think it's a red state. And on paper, it looks like a red state. But actually, it's run by a bunch of Democrats who run as Republicans. Like Nikki Haley and Lindsey Graham. By the way, I was thrilled to hear Nikki Haley is... Uh, she is doing actual radio interviews. Did you hear this? You ever heard her on this show? We've tried to get her multiple times. I've been trying to get her for 10 years since I've been broadcasting out of this state. 10 years? She wouldn't talk to me. Persona non grata. Biggest talk radio station in the state. Won't show up. I don't want to talk to you. And look, when I get annoyed at that, I love you guys. You're my family. When she doesn't want to talk to me, she doesn't want to talk to you. She doesn't want anything to do with you. So I was shocked to hear she flubbed another radio interview. She's really bad on the stump, which is probably why she never came on the show because she'd get real questions instead of the prescriptive one she always demands. But I went, 10 years? Honey, and you won't talk to our word-listening family? The biggest radio audience in the whole state? No, nah, nah, she doesn't time for you. She never did. She never did. But she's got time to talk to a radio host in New Hampshire and it didn't go well. You could Google it. In fact, several of her conversations lately haven't gone so well for poor Nikki. Hey, maybe that's why she never came on to talk to you. But anyway, she's going to be asking for your vote here soon as if she wanted something to do with you in the meantime. I'm just, I'm blown away by those lines. On a radio show in New Hampshire. A radio show where? New Hampshire? Really? New Hampshire, huh? Didn't have time for any of us. Didn't care about you. Got nothing to say to you. And look, she knows. She knows you get real questions here. She can't answer real questions, as we can see from her time on the campaign trail. It's real hard for her. It's the reason Trump calls her bird brain. He's got her number, as he often does with her. I, and I don't mean to be mean. Look, we, we've been nice for many, many years trying to get her on the show. I got no use for somebody who's got no use for you. This is who she is. And she would like your vote, though. She texts me all the time. I'm just laughing because it's her campaign. They somehow got my phone number. And so I'm getting the, the, like, standard messages. Do you know how many months and years I called that woman trying to get a return phone call? Trying to get uh, an, an interview calls, emails, too busy, no time, so sorry. When your own governor is afraid of you and doesn't want anything to do with you, and yet she's in New Hampshire talking to them like she's a woman of the person. I, ho I hope, I hope they don't fall for this. Because whoever comes in number two in these states, that is going to be who is shoved to the front of the, of the Republican Party as the Democrats try to put Trump in prison. That's going to be the de facto leader. So I know a lot of people are like, nah, I'm not paying attention. I don't care. You should. Because the plan of the leadership of the Republican Party and the Democrat Party is to control who then controls the party after they attempt to put Trump in prison or take him off the ballot. 
whichever route they get there with. She's their heir apparent. There's a reason she's crooked. She is a real piece of work. She is, you are never going to hear from this woman again after the primary. She's going to want nothing to do with you except when you have to go and get your government-issued digital ID if you would like to run that website for your lawn care business. If you would like to just keep up with your relatives by going on social media, then you'll hear from Nikki because she's going to want you to get a government-issued digital ID, i.e. a license to use the internet, graciously offered by her. See, that's why she can't come on the show. I'd ask her real questions. Like, hey, did you know you and Justin Trudeau uh, the crooked socialist leader of Canada almost simultaneously proposed digital ID. That's weird, Nikki. Since you're both members of the World Economic Forum, did they did they give you the talking points? Did they email them or did they call you personally? Or was it Larry Fink who told you, hey, make it the number one priority of, of your administration if you're elected. People have to have a license to use the internet. See, you're not telling them the truth, but Justin Trudeau is. So did y'all, did y'all coordinate your announcement because you used almost the same wording? Or did you come up with that yourself? Or did Larry Fink just hand it to you? He's the board of direct. He's the head of the board of directors, of World Economic Forum. He's also the head of BlackRock. He's fundraising for. Did, did he? Did he hand you the talking points, Nikki? And you know what's so interesting about that? This woman who will not even answer questions in her own home state has gaffed you off for years. Wants you. To have to get a license to go on the internet before you can criticize her. Was she melt when they pour water on her? Was she going to click her little heels together and get you that ID? And listen, I mean, just the way she says it. Everybody, if anybody's going to criticize anybody, they ought to do it in their own name. And then their minister ought to be able to read it. She, what she means is, if anyone's going to criticize me and my friends at the World Economic Forum and the Democrats like Jamie Dimon, who fundraises for me, uh, but also gets sucked in to testify at the Epstein, uh, at the hearing, uh, the Epstein um, damages civil trial. If anyone's going to criticize me and my friends, they're going to have to do it in their own name so I can cancel them. Oh, did I say that part out loud? I, I'm just watching. I just I'm, I'm literally sick to my stomach when I watch her on 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 Fox News and, and they're pushing her as if she's one of us, as if she's a conservative or even a Republican. It is the strangest thing. Texture rates. Come on, Tara. Nikki is a tough boss lady. She gets mad at Vivek. <laughs> Boy, I got you. I can tell you what. Nobody's got her ticket like he does. Boy, does he get, he has her, he has her so figured out. Did you see the part where he asked her to name the provinces in Ukraine? She wants to spend, spend all that money over there and she couldn't do it. She doesn't even know the basic geography, which, you know what that tells you? She doesn't even know anything about the war. She doesn't know what, she doesn't even know what she's spending the money into. She doesn't care to know. Again, these are the reasons she can't ever talk to you. She can't come on a show like this one. She can't talk to me. She can't talk to Charlie because we got her number. We know her record. Texter writes, uh, Nikki Haley is like a thousand-year flood. Another texter writes, um, I worked at a new plant in the area that she stopped by when it opened a few years back. They made a big deal that she was coming. She wasn't there more than 20 minutes, did her little speech and left, wouldn't interact with anyone. You're seeing why on the campaign trail. Folks, there is a reason the Democrats really, really want her. Do you know what it is? Look up Nikki Haley, Marco Rubio, and Amnesty. When, when Marco Rubio was running for president, 
he made the mistake of letting her serve as a surrogate for his campaign. She did not make it an entire day before she got fired. She went on national television and told everyone Marco was for Marco Rubio was for amnesty. That's the truth, but you don't tell people that. She didn't know. She thought whatever you say at their little cocktail parties and wine and cheese events that you and I would never be invited to. She thought you could just go on TV and say it because she doesn't have real world experience talking to real people, including in her own state. She goes on TV, tells everyone Marco's for amnesty. She thinks that's a good thing. And Marco Rubio had to do a week of interviews to clean up the mess. He's never fully politically recovered. The Democrats saw that and they're like, Nikki's the one we want. Hey, let's raise money for her. That's why Trump calls her bird brain. You'll see. Okay, so here's where it gets nuts. Corrine Jean-Pierre outraged that Abbott, who is, of course, a racist, sexist, homophobe, uh, Abbott, the governor of Texas, would dare to, wait for the punchline, put illegals on buses and planes and ship them into blue areas in the interior. Never mind that Biden is literally putting illegals on buses and planes and shipping them into all areas of the interior every day. Take a listen. The busing of migrants, the putting them on flights, it is shameful that that is occurring. And instead of, if the governor really, truly wants to deal with this issue, he should talk to uh, the senators in his state. Listen to what's going on, okay? This is how crazy this is getting right now. Abbott has been, as you know, busing these illegals in. uh, And I'm fine with that as long as he declares an invasion Uh, And begins to fight this in court. It's taken him three years, but now it's so embarrassing he has no choice but to do it. So he is being reluctantly dragged into um, securing the border because it's it's just so bad for him in his state right now. But he's doing it. And the left is currently outraged that he has shipped 85,000 illegals by bus or plane over the last year. Never mind that Joe Biden has shipped millions. But they're Democrats, so it's okay if they break the law. It's just when Republicans do things like that, they they get upset. So, did you hear what's going on in Chicago, New York? In Chicago, they have the mayor issued a, an executive order saying that Abbott can only drop off the future Democrat voters, i.e., the illegals, between eight thirty a.m. and noon at one location, and if the buses drop them anywhere else, uh, the drivers will be removed from the bus and the bus will be impounded by the city of Chicago. And they've impounded some buses. Well, last week, the mayor of New York made a similar announcement. Same thing. You can only drop the illegals off between 8.30 and noon. It's got to be in these couple of places or we'll impound your bus. We're going to take the bus from the company. And they've been citing their misdemeanor citations, uh, the drivers. Because only Democrats, Border Patrol, and TSA could break the law. Not not private bus drivers. They're not necessarily Democrats. They don't get to break the law. That's how that works. This is the ridiculousness of this country at this point. So you know what Abbott did? This is hilarious. Abbott said, okay, we're going to get him there in another way. He starts buying plane tickets for him and flying him into O'Hare, Chicago. And they figured this out. They're outraged. And he's also been shipping the illegals into surrounding suburbs right around Chicago, So those liberals have to get annoyed, too. 
uh, when the voters that were supposed to be sent to red areas to fix the country so we'd only have a one-party system like China, they were never supposed to go to blue areas, okay? They were never supposed to have to look at them, lay eyes upon them, see them. They were only supposed to go to red areas. Uh, so they're outraged. So Abbott has been dumping them off uh, in towns and neighborhoods around Chicago, and guess what they do? They turn right around and go to Chicago. So outrages ensued. They just had a big press conference about it. They cannot believe that Governor Abbott is doing what Joe Biden is doing. Now, are you ready for this punchline? And you can tell the UK Daily Mail newsroom is just laughing at the absurdity of his country. And by the way, this is not a headline from The Onion. Border Patrol agent, Border Patrol agent was just placed under investigation by the federal government or wait for it, doing his job. You do not do your job. No, you do not do your job in the Obama-Biden administration. Headline, U.S. Border Patrol agent under investigation after he was caught, wait, wait for it, wait for it, after he was caught returning migrants to Mexico after they had already crossed into the U.S. near El Paso, Texas. This is the funny part. The U.K. Daily Mail then in the subheads writes, oh, by the way, what the agent was doing is U.S. law. It's the law. And he's being investigated for doing his job that he was hired to do. By the way, the same job that he would have been doing every day of the Trump administration. But now it's a problem. Now it's a problem. And Ken Paxton, the attorney general of Texas, describes what is going on this way, that the border patrol has now been, um, you know, made to work as agents of the cartels. It used to be the way border patrol worked. They were there to stop people from coming across the border. And now the cartel doesn't try to hide people. They don't try to sneak people across. They take them directly to Border Patrol. It's like a handoff. So it's a partnership. It's not, it's not the way it was supposed to be, but that's where the Biden administration has taken us. They've taken us to a partnership with the cartels so the part cartels have the opportunity not only to make as much money with importation of humans, but also the border now is clear for their trafficking of drugs and other things that they make money off of. And so they're building this network, oh, not just in Mexico, but across the, across the country. Yes, they have literally made the Border Patrol into criminal agents, which is why I keep saying attorneys general in these states need to do what Democrats would do if these were Republican voters coming across the, the border. They need to use RICO. You can use federal and state RICO laws at the state level. They need to arrest TSA. You got TSA working at the airport? Get them when they come home. Get them in your cars, arrest them in the parking lot. Get them on state property. Arrest them. Try them for a conspiracy. I'm serious. It's what the Democrats would do. They could do it. We can do all kinds of things if we really wanted to in a lot of these states. In fact, we could do this here in South Carolina if we wanted to because it's going on here. They're all part of the same illegal human trafficking. Texture writes, hey, Tara, why am I subjected to TSA search, pat down, and pat down when I fly to Texas when terrorists that want to go to Texas can just walk in? I don't know. Let's add on to that. When terrorists can just walk in and be given a boarding pass that says boarding pass for the plane that says no name 
and flown into the country. I don't know. Depends on if we catch them or not. You know we're not catching them all. Texter writes, Governor Abbott is a member of the World Economic Forum, as is Nikki Haley. Neither can be trusted. Texter writes, Abbott didn't get a pa- doesn't get a pass from me, talking about the governor of Texas. He is in control of the Texas National Guard. He did little to nothing for years. The other red state governors also did little to nothing to stop the invasion. Yeah, what Abbott was doing for a while was making these having these press conferences. Oh, I'm going to send the National Guard down there. And the guard would just pick them up and bring them to the Border Patrol. And then the Border Patrol would fly them in. So they were just helping the Border Patrol traffic the illegals. By the way, when you hear Paxton say, listen, the Border Patrol has now been put you know, basically under the guidance of the cartels. That is how 85,000 children were brought into this country and have disappeared, some of whom are being sex trafficked. Not according to me, according to the New York Times. It's unbelievable. If it seems like it's a lot more crowded in the upstate, it's not your imagination. Uh, commenter on my Rumble channel at Terra Servation said, uh, it's uh, not just Woodruff, it's like Fairview and Simpsonville. I mean, yeah, there's whole streets now that I used to use that I don't anymore. I'm like, I can't, I can't handle it. Not unless it's like, I don't know, 1 a.m. Then maybe I'll try it. Maybe. Not your imagination. This place is crammed to the gills. We just did the U-Haul survey. South Carolina, the number fourth for inbound moves in the entire nation, which is nuts because this is not per capita. So as I was saying earlier, number one is Texas, right? That's a big state. Not surprising. It covers a lot of territory, so there'd be a lot of companies, which means a lot of job offers. You're going to get big numbers. Number two is Florida. Same thing. Big state covers a lot of territory. Number three is North Carolina. State about twice the size of this one. But number four is South Carolina. That is a massive crush of inbound moves. And by the way, that's the U-Haul index. Okay, here's where it gets even more interesting. United Van Lines just released its 47th annual National Mover Study. So we know where the vans are going. Where do you think South Carolina ranks on that one? Why do you hear this? Number three in the nation. Number three in the nation for inbound moves. Which is kind of interesting because in that one and... um. You know, I, you know what I'm guessing? I'm thinking van lines, that would be, you're renting that huge van, probably a little more affluent people, whereas U-Haul is probably a little less affluent would be my guess, but I don't know. It's just different choice of vans. Number one for inbound moves, Vermont. I'll explain that in a minute. Number two, Washington, D.C., not surprising there at all when you print the amount of money that we have and you expand the federal government by 40%, which is what Kev and Biden did when they stabbed us in the back in May. You heard that right. Expand the federal government by 40%. They locked in the COVID level of of funding. It was a total horror show. Well, of course you're going to get those inbound moves uh, because all of these people are now moving to get the government jobs that we have to print money to pay their salaries. It'll all work out. Don't worry about it. So number one inbound moves, Vermont. Weird, right? You know what that is? I'll tell you exactly what that is. That is the left wanting to stay in a blue area with like-minded lunatics, but also not wanting to be hit over the head by said lunatics. Because Vermont is still, criminally speaking, a pretty safe place. We look at the crime stats I pulled up earlier. 
You can get your blue People's Republic, almost communist style government, but without, you know, getting hit over the head every time you go to get your mail. It's nice. So uh, because it has we haven't seen the societal breakdown there in Vermont that we've seen in other blue areas. So they're doing it. They're, they're fleeing in Vermont. It's very interesting. I love that. Please don't come here. I just, just don't. Please. You're going to mess it up. So Vermont, number one, most inbound moves. Number two is D.C. because that's people being paid, paid with the monopoly money and the expansion of government. Number three is South Carolina. Number four, Arkansas. Interesting, right? Number five, Rhode Island. I'll tell you what's going on there, too. That's people with money fleeing New York because they don't want to get hit over the head. You don't want to be like Ian Zierling out there in California, either. That's why you go to Vermont, man. Those midgets will chase you. Why those, like, mini bike riders? There were little people beating him. Did you see that? The guy who was on 90210? Real weird. I don't watch that video. Yeah, so that's wealthy New Yorkers going, I don't want to be hit over the head. I'm going to Rhode Island. And um, then North Carolina is number six. Kind of interesting. Number seven, this is sort of interesting too. South Dakota, beautiful area. Kind of cold for me, but, you know. After that, Alabama, New Mexico, and West Virginia. I always thought going to West Virginia would be beautiful. Anyway, so South Carolina, in the U-Haul moving study, Number fourth in the nation after Texas, Florida, and North Carolina. But in the Van Line study, which is this one just came out, number third most moved to destination in the country. This place is booming. Like crazy booming. It's not your imagination. Like I said, to me, the measurement was I can remember being here in the you know, initial years I was here. Hey, you just don't want to really go on some of the busier roads, you know. 4 p.m. and on because rush hard start at 4. Now it's 3. Heck, if it's Friday, it's 2 because y'all are cutting out early. It's like 2 o'clock. Forget it. I'm not going near Woodruff Road. I'm not going near, I, I mean, just anywhere, really, after 2. It's just like that hour going back as people are trying to trying to move these roads. They're just not built for it. Uh, 10 straight. Hey, Tara, good morning. How many illegals live in South Carolina? My guess is 500,000. They are everywhere. If we do amnesty... If, if they get that in, do not be surprised if this flips to a purple state. Texture rates. Uh, United Van Lines is a moving company, tractor trailers. Uh, another texture rates, Boiling Springs, South Carolina has exploded with new businesses and people in the last couple of years. Uh, another texture rates. Uh, Tara, a slight correction. Graham, Haley, and other Republicans, in air quotes, are members of the Uniparty. Uh, another texture rates. Uh, Tara, my coworkers and I agree that we wouldn't vote for president if Nikki Haley were to somehow get the Republican nomination. I don't what I do. I I can't say I vote for her. I don't think I would. Uh, I'd probably, I don't vote Kennedy. That would hurt too. That would hurt. But I mean, Kennedy or Haley? I'm going Kennedy because I figure he's been such a warrior on censorship. Under Kennedy, I'll at least get to have First Amendment rights. Whereas Nikki, I don't think so. Kennedy's not going to make me get get a digital ID. So I'm probably going Kennedy at that point. But I mean, it's a painful choice.